Welcome everyone to the Cinema Spiel. It's Cinema Valley's number one podcast. It's the best podcast. <laughs> and absolutely, uh, absolutely. Today, today we have a very special guest star. I know every week I say. I have a very special guest, but this time I mean it. Sure you do. This time I have Hunt Bailey of how many different companies we're going to talk about today? I don't, we're not, I don't know what we're going to talk of them. about. We have Sonoma, all of them. Sonoma Adventures, Sonoma Valley Escapes, and you, is that right? No, wait. Yeah. How many others? No, that's it. That's it. You're that's not going to invent yeah. a new Every one between? Every once in a while, like, I pick some tomatoes and sell them on the curb, but that's it. <laughs> Sonoma Valley Tomatoes. Yeah, we're going Val- with this. Valley of the Moon Tomatoes. Um, Hunt, thanks for, for showing up today. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you're, you're, thanks for having me. You, uh... Well planned out. We've been planning this for a long time. <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> I've rehearsed and, and, all the and, questions. And doing it all. Yeah. Um, I want to say before we get going, right now it's kind of like the end of harvest. Uh, great harvest is over. Mm-hmm. We're moving into the holidays. Yes, we are. It's going to be Thanksgiving soon. How was your Halloween? Uh, you know, Halloween is uh, the same every year, and it goes really? something like this. <laughs> I actively uh, don't participate in the... Uh, uh, family costume mm-hmm. decision making process. Okay, and then I arrive at mm-hmm. my house, you know, four thirty or five mm-hmm. on the thirty first, mm-hmm. with a costume set out for me. Really? And uh, I'm told to shower and jump in the costume. We're going trick or treating. Like shut up, hunt. This, put this on. Put this on. And yeah, and so most years it's awesome. Some years I'm in like a leotard. <laughs> And uh, that's what I do. I just, <laughs> I just, I just have come to the realization that for 364 days of the year, I must store an obscene right. amount of Halloween stuff. Right. And then we present it to the public uh-huh. on the street yes. and around. Yes. Lighting and the, who, yeah. the ghosts and everything. Right. And then I dress up as whatever character it is. That dad in leotard, leotard dad, something like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this year, I was um, a Super Mario character. Oh, great. Yeah. Were you like a, a known one or like a really obscure one? Well, there was like seven of us that did it. And, okay. Um, I'm not a Mario Kart uh, enthusiast, but I right. think I was um, I was an evil guy. I was like Walla, oh, Walla, Walla, Walla Luigi. It was yeah, evil Luigi. That's yeah. who I was. <laughs> that is kind of arcane. And right. uh, yeah, so that's me. And then... Um, and then we come home and we put it all away and I go, well, I'll see it all next year. It is funny how much work goes into getting all that stuff out. Not on my side. I just show up. Yeah, but like the decorations. Like I've got a box of like, I've, so my kids are now teenagers. And so like we bought yeah. a bunch of stuff that was exciting and we set it out. And like the date to set it out now becomes like closer and closer until it's usually like four o'clock on Halloween. Yeah. I set all this crap out and it's like all broken now. It's all falling apart. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not replacing this stuff. Uh-uh. Right. But for some reason I put it back in a box. Yeah. Go back on the top of the garage. I know. Precariously, right? Because you're like on top of the ladder, like I'm going to put it up there next to the Christmas stuff or whatever. Uh, I'm glad it's over. But I'm glad. Oh, yeah, me too. I'm I mean, like, I appreciate the enthusiasm my family brings to this. Right. And also that they don't ask me to be a part of any decision-making <laughs> well, process. Just get dressed. Let's go. God bless your wife. Tells you what to do. Absolutely. Uh, we had more than 80 shops participating in Spooktacular. It so was awesome. It was fun. It I was didn't go down. I just right. drove past they it. They did? Okay, good. And uh, watching families, uh, you know, adults with a wine glass in their hand. Yeah. And kids with a, with a pillowcase full, fun. Of, full of, you know, goodies. Walk around the Closet. So cool. Did you see a grumpy unicorn directing traffic? Uh, no, was that you? That was me. Yeah, I was the uh, grumpy unicorn directing traffic. I love right it. Right there on First Street East. That's awesome. <laughs> it's like, and you know what? People respond to a, a unicorn in the middle of the street. Uh, yeah. I'd like, probably... if you point at people in a unicorn outfit, they stop. Right. 
It's a great way to help like have slow you, down traffic. Have you proposed that to the police department? Yeah, I asked for a badge. I said I would like a badge for my grumpy unicorn costume. I'll ask Orlando. I've had him on the podcast. So maybe he'll come back and... Yeah, I think you could probably just... Uh, it's Halloween. You could probably just make your own badge. Yeah, it's true. I didn't even that, think about that. that, but, that but, but I think on November 1st, you need a real badge. Well, okay. Yeah. yeah like, you know, at yeah. least real enough that I can run. Who's that senator from Atlanta? He's running for Herschel Walker to call the fake badge. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One of those. I think, uh, <laughs> you know, if you go up to Buena Vista, they sell a bottle of wine called the Sheriff. I could just hold that up. All you do is steal the little <laughs> label right. off the top of That's it. That's like a legit it's, piece of metal. I know. Thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I think I, the bottle price is 20% uh, star, uh-huh. and then the rest is like glass and then wine. I don't know. Something like that. All right, we're not here to talk about this, though. <laughs> oh, oh, no, we're not? Oh, I'm so let's, excited. Let's talk about, you've got a business, uh, Cinema Adventures. For those who, who don't see you, you've got your Cinema Adventures uh, wear on, your logo wear. Yeah. If it wasn't for logo wear, people on travel would be naked. Um, right. What is Cinema Adventures, and what do you guys do? Uh, we're just a little bicycle tour and rental company okay. in the town of Sonoma. So we've been uh, putzing around on two wheels for... A handful of years. Or? You've been doing this actually a while, haven't you? Because you, how long have you been in the business? How long have you been in the game? The game right. uh, started on the fourth of July, two thousand five. You started when you were twelve years old. Yeah, something like you, that, right? Because <laughs> right. <laughs> you used to be in the in food service. I, I think. was in food service. Uh, yeah, so I got it. I was um, worked at Murphy's Pub as a server mm-hmm. uh, starting in two thousand one when I mm-hmm. turned twenty one. And then um, we decided to get into the Segway tour business Mm -hmm. in uh, 2005, Mm -hmm. and then um, bought another bike tour company in 2014. Okay, okay. uh, At which point I got out of the restaurant business. So you were running both the restaurant and doing bike tours? Yeah, I was doing Segway tours tours in the morning, (laughs) uh, and then would get off by 3.30 or 4, get to Murphy's by 4 or 4.30, right? and then work till... Were you like tending bar? Or are you waiting or doing all of the above? Or? Uh, at that point in time, I was managing. Okay. Yeah, okay. managing Murphy's. And we actually um, were kind of able to buy into a portion of it in 2007. <laughs> so love, Hunt's always like, there's nothing that I can't bite into. <laughs> like, yeah, well. Can I chew that? I don't care. I'm going to bite that. If, it, <laughs> so yeah. you were partial owner managing a great bar right off the plaza, Murphy's. Mm-hmm. And then you were also doing Segway tours in the morning. Mm-hmm. And then you started doing bike tours, like what, af- after four in the morning, after final call? Yeah, something well, like that. Yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. Okay. And then you got out of that game and you got some adventures now. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, do you guys do regularly scheduled tours? Or yeah, so that? every morning at 9.30, mm-hmm. um, assuming we have participants, and we mm-hmm. do most days, um, we're out and it's uh, 9.30 till 3.30, 4 o'clock. Okay. You know, we do anywhere from 10 to 20 miles. Oh, really? On a tour. Are people huffing and puffing on these tour rides? I mean, 10 to 20 miles sounds pretty far. Is that well, you difficult break, for people? It is not, because okay. um, on the tour, it doesn't matter whether you're on a pedal assist e-bike or a regular bike. Uh, so, hold Price on here. is the same. E-bikes are part of the deal. You can get battery-powered bicycles. <laughs> <laughs> so 10 miles rapidly becomes one mile of effort or yeah. whatever. Okay. But also, even on a regular bike, you look at it. So say it's a 15-mile ride. Mm-hmm. We do three miles, and then mm-hmm. we stop. And we do okay. two miles, and we stop. So it's not all, like, smashed together. No, and okay. we always we try always to have the longest ride in the beginning. Got so, it. Okay. So if we're doing 15 miles, we'll do six or eight mm-hmm. uh, to begin with. And by the last leg of the tour, we're doing a quarter of a mile. That makes sense. Right. Okay. So we kind of like... But do you lie to them the whole time? Like, just an hour more. Just an hour more. Uh, I do lie to them all the time. I lie to... Yes. I say there's no more hills. 
<laughs> and I know, There's I know right around the hill, right around the, the turn is another hill. Well, okay, but so I've done the tour with you, uh-huh. uh, and it's a great tour because not only, there aren't that many hills per se. I mean, Sonoma is right. relatively flat, yeah. hence a valley, but there are hills you can go up if you choose. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like you know everybody, like on the tour, like we went to the cheese place, and I don't know if you're still doing that or not, but like, yeah. like, did you used to work at Velvet Cheese or something? No, nope. the cheese. Okay, but like, they're like, oh, okay, hunt whatever, and like, you were showing me these big wheels of cheese and stuff like that, and like, you really know these people. And yeah. like at Buena Vista, I have a feeling that John Charles Boisset would come out with his red socks and be like, oh, hunt, it's so good to see you. He's, he's French, not French Canadian, which I can't do. Either That's accent. all perfect. We but I it. feel like, yeah, people, you really know where you're going, and these people really know your business. Well, that's that's the goal, and and it, whether it's me on the uh, on the front of that tour or one of our guides, mm-hmm. the, con- the the concept is we want all the locals who who are running around in town to wave and honk and right and whatnot. So you guys are always respectful. I like, like that. Your, your your groups, you know, are know how to ride their bikes. So you must give them a pre tour. We do, yeah. Thing. Okay. yeah, and we have tasers attached to the to the handlebars. <laughs> so, so <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just zap them if they get out of line. Yeah. Rider number three, you're about to get zapped. <laughs> um, so if people don't want to do a tour, which sounds like it's a five-hour tour roughly, a mm-hmm. three- to five-hour tour, can they also like rent bikes from you guys? Absolutely, yeah. A okay. good chunk of the, of the folks, especially locals or semi-locals, that's what they do. They end up coming up and, okay. um, and uh, do their own little thing. We'll help them with rides and routes and... Mm-hmm. You know, most mostly, I guess, our concern with people that are unguided is where not to go mm. versus where to go. And that's, you know, it's actually crucial because even though the valley is flat, the main north-south-ish route is called Highway 12. And right. it's a beautiful route, but it's not really friendly for bicycles when you're heading up towards Glen Ellen and stuff like that. Right. right. Yeah, we, we, try to, we kind of encourage people to... Um, Unless they're really avid cyclists, mm-hmm. and there are ways to get to Glen Ellen or Kenwood, um, Arnold Drive is be- being one of them. Mm-hmm. There are safe ways to get there, but unless they're avid cyclists, we kind of tell them like stay within the little Sonoma bubble, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and then you know, our, our, again, our big goal is like if you plan on going to wineries, which is wonderful, mm-hmm. you know, do do so. You know, less is more. Yes, be, you, be judicious in your tasting. Right, make make it's a tasting, not a drinking. Make good decisions, right. yeah, right. and then um, and uh, and then you know don't pick ones that are on busy, busy roads. Right. So, so like a lot of time when we love, don't get me wrong, we love Klein Vineyards and Jacuzzi and and Glory Those Park. are big ones on a major road. They're they're wonderful wineries, but they are even avid cyclists won't touch that road with their bicycle. Right. And then that means you on a little town comfort bike should not be on. You that. should not. And that's like there's gravel trucks, there's yeah. grape trucks. So we always try yeah. to tell people in advance, like, look, if you've made. Uh, reservations at these locations, we won't rent you our bike. Oh, okay. You, you can't go out there. Yeah, that's that might be better served on another company. If like you want to go there, either a, a car that would drive you around. Yeah, there's a million places, oh, a million ways to get there, just not right. on the bike. Right. But what's are there examples of wineries you can get to on a bicycle pretty easily from your within three to five hour tour? What What are some wineries people can go visit? Oh, sure. Yeah, there's a, ho- a whole bunch of great ones. So you know, the classic ones would be like Gundlach Bunchu and Buena Vista, mm-hmm. Sebastiani, um, Bartholomew. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a little bit higher end, if you're looking for Patson Hall or San Giacomo, wonderful location. San Giacomo is great. Oh, man. Right I lo- just I, south the plaza. I love what they do. You can yeah. cross the road right there. It's easy to get to on a bike without being on Broadway. Right. 
Um, and then you can go a little further down. So if you go down to the Hanson Distillery area, mm-hmm. there's uh, Seha on the weekends, okay. and there's Anrama and Inkadu. All right, all right. So there's there are three great little places, and right across the street is Lou's Luncheonette. Um, oh, if you've never been to right. Lou's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. awesome. So and do they have they have that food truck going up at the uh, gas station at Jack's Filling Station? Is that Lose as well. Do you know? Yeah, that is. Yeah, my understanding is that the same people own, own it. Jacks. Okay, yeah. yeah. I'm waiting. It never seems to be open when I'm there, but I'm like, if they brought Lose Luncheonette right there, I would definitely go. Yeah. Um, tell me about if people have a group of people, can they book a tour? If they have like five to ten to fifteen people, sure. able, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. Not just two people at a time. We did 135 <laughs> um, a month and a half ago. I do love that. I was driving to work and there was, I normally love just looking at your shop on the right hand side. When you come in from the south, you go up Broadway. Broadway is the main road uh, into Sonoma from the south and it's a broad street. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And your shop's right on the right. It's about a mile south of the plaza, I guess. And uh, just, just before the high school. And there's, you know, always 20 bikes or whatever. On that day, <laughs> the entire sides of Broadway were lined with bikes. Yeah. That I don't know where you found them all, but you just had like tons and tons of bikes. All those bikes are in our shop all the time. Oh my god! Isn't that crazy? Yeah, we really? were really good at Tetris. Yeah, you jam them in there. in there. Holy crap! Yeah, um, and it's a family business, right? You're not owned by a huge corporation. Like you're, you are the business. Yeah, you, your wife, and your kids. That's essentially it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and your kids, the smaller ones, have small hands to so like go in there and wrench a little bit. So you're like, hey, get in there. <laughs> theoretically, they could get in there and wrench a little bit. Really? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and what's your your other business? This, they're kind of connected yeah. because you also have a business that rents out vacation rentals, right? Yep. So we manage um, 10 different vacation rentals in town. Okay. Uh, or in the valley, I'd mm-hmm. better off saying. And then uh, anywhere from one bedroom to three or four bedrooms. And okay. So, yeah, they're kind of... It's, why, why would someone go rent a vacation rental instead of just say, like... There's hotels, there's motels. What are some of the options? So uh, there are a handful of reasons why somebody might do that. Okay. Um, you know, the, all, all the obvious ones, having a, having your own kitchen um, is, is usually the biggest. Right, because um, that would be a good idea to have your own kitchen and yeah. you can cook. Also, but what if you have like a big group or like a baby or something like that? Is that Sure. I mean, also all, you know, in our little vacation rentals, we, we kind of manage it the same way we manage our bike tour company, which is uh, fairly hands-on. Okay. We have two staff members that run that, uh, that company. And, and are they enormous mansions? No. One of, two of them are. Two, two of them are fairly large. Okay. Um, but... We don't have enormous mansions, and you know, <laughs> I, I just I, with the stories that I hear, I'm not even sure I'm ready for that. <laughs> for the enormous mansion of the uh, yeah, yeah, because like a lot of times, uh, if you're not renting from an authorized agency or people that are professional, you might not be getting the same experience and oversight that you would, right? I mean, you you're a phone number, right? So if there's something wrong. I call you. Yeah. And if the neighbors are unhappy, they call you. So yeah. you know you're not impacting the neighborhood the other way. What I'm trying to get at is there might be some players that are not playing by the rules. Oh, there are tons, yeah. And it's nice to know that when you book through somebody like you, you are being respectful of the rules and the neighborhood, and you're there to help people. Yeah, absolutely. Right? You're not like some guy in Chicago, like, oh, you know, you booked online, I'm in Chicago, so who cares? So. Yeah, and we're pretty pretty, pretty hands-on and, and hyper-aware of our surroundings. You know, we... You know, I was cutting. I went, got a call from one of the neighbors the other day. Uh, this is eight, eight, ten months ago, but a tree had fallen down. It wasn't actually on our property, but right. it just made sense that I went out there and kind of cleared the road and stuff like okay. that. So, you know, we we certainly are more respectful and um, responsive mm-hmm. 
than uh, non-locally operated companies. Right. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Um, what about places to eat, Hunt? What are, what are some of your favorite places to have lunch in Sonoma? I'm putting you on the spot right now. Yeah, uh, there's a handful of them. So, uh, I got to be honest, I, I kind of I live in the Springs. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the food options in the Springs are significantly better than they were 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So, Did you grow up in the Springs? No, I grew up over on the east side of Sonoma. Okay. Okay. You know, um, but I uh, lived in the Springs for 10 or 12 years now. Okay. So uh, big, big fan of a little restaurant called Sonoma Eats. I love Sonoma yeah, Eats. The I great flavor. love the enchilada. The mole enchilada is so good. Yeah, and really wonderful humans who run yeah, it. Just yeah, good yeah. people. Yeah. Um, and they're know. now in the new Barking Dog. Like, they're co-located with a coffee shop in the morning. Yep. And then... Uh, the, and the insides, it looks good now. It does, They yeah. keep adding to it. And it's, yeah, after again, doing a good job. They're working, they're working through their little kinks, as every restaurant should and mm-hmm. does. Um, and, but the flavor profile is awesome. It's good. Okay, yeah. Good. Just the name's weird. I, I, love, I love the guy. <laughs> I mean, on it, like, if I could, if I, my well, little two cents, and I told him this many times, I, yeah. I, love, I love your product, but, like, when I describe the restaurant, I'm like, you guys got to go to Sonoma Eats. Everyone goes, well, what, is, what do they serve? Real Mexican food. Yeah, I know. That, but so, it's Sonoma Eats. Real Mexican food is like the full name, I, I think. It is. It but yeah, is. with Efrain, I, I know. And I think he's heard it from everybody. Yeah. Uh, but it's kind of cool. It's kind of endearing. He's like, no, I'm sticking with this. this I know. He's like in it, in it to win it. I know. Uh, and uh, Efrain has opinions, which I love. Yeah. So. It, but the, look, the flavor is amazing. It is. The flavor is amazing. I'm not a mole person. Yeah. And their mole is amazing. That's, I never, okay, I never order enchiladas, like mm-hmm. ever, because I'm like, oh yeah, if I was like, you know, 10 years old, a bunch of cheese enchiladas. <laughs> in my mind, an enchilada is something you get at, what was that awful place? Was it Chevy's or Tex-Mex? That's it. You know that awful chain restaurant, which is like piles of cheese and it tastes terrible. Like, you know what I'm talking about. Sure. You know, I mean, I know. And, yeah. So that's my idea of enchiladas. And then I have his food. I'm like, oh, my gosh. This it's is phenomenal, so yeah. right? And, and it's, yeah, the mole is really good. And they've got great deals on Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays. Taco Tuesdays down there. Yeah. So you can get, like, a beer and some tacos for 10 bucks. <laughs> and they have a nice outdoor patio yeah, yeah. right there by the high. It's right across from the Fairmont. So, okay. So that's a good one. I like that one. So Come on. Give me another one. Is that all you got? Yeah. No, it's not all I got. So, uh, <laughs> come on, man. Come look, on. Does it look like I skip on food? Well, you ride your bike for 10 miles. Yeah. yeah. Um, big fan of Yeti. And, okay. And, and all, all the Nepalese restaurants in town really mm-hmm. are awesome. So, my, uh, you know, uh, Taste of the Himalayas and Yeti are both big favorites. We, we over-index on Himalayan food, meaning we have, like, huh? a lot of in, yeah. Uh, yeah. Himalayan stuff food in the small town. I know, isn't it all? The Sherpa family, right? They all, yeah, yeah. it's just like, we have these great restaurants. Yep. It's in this amazing. little town. It's kind of amazing. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of amazing. I should get them in here for the interview. <clears throat> should I, you know what I should do is like, when they we got do some the, great stories. When we do the next podcast, yeah. we get Efrain in here, we get the Sherpas yeah. in here, but we tell them to bring the food too. Oh, smart. See, smart man. That way we do it that way. So, yeah. Um, all right, so you like some of the. Uh, we have a little cook off. Exactly. Well, you and I just do an eat off. We're like, ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't do any work. Yeah. It'll be a lot like my Halloween experience. I'll just exactly. show up. Exactly. Just show up. And you'll be in the leotard. It'll be perfect. Right. You would actually be the second guy in the leotard. On the, uh, Matty Vino, when he did it, this interview here, he wore his leotard because that's what he wears underneath. It's like a bodysuit, and he wears it underneath his wine bottle. Yeah, so it, I'm saying there's tradition. Oh, and that you're able to do that in the studio. The studio oh, I is felt a safe comfortable space. doing it. No matter. Yeah. I, I, I knew it was a safe space. <laughs> I was fully planning on it. You're ready. Yeah. Um, all right. So we got Mexican food. We've got uh, Himalayan food. 
Mm-hmm. Anything else that you like, uh, maybe at a taco truck, but you don't order the taco. You clued me onto this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what's this? Uh, it's a, it's like a secret menu, except for it's not secret because it's right there on the menu. Uh, yeah, it, it, I do feel a little gringo-y when, uh-huh. I, when I order it, but uh-huh. a burger at El Coyote, oh, it's legit. <laughs> it's and good It's like seven seventy five. It's yes. like the, I don't know if the prices have gone up a little bit in the last, but it's uh, for, for the dollars spent. Right. It's a great burger. It's a great burger. It's right across from Sonoma Valley High School, which is a historic-looking classic high school. (laughs) El Coyote Food Truck is, this is important, it's in sort of like the parking area of the skate shop. Uh, So, so far we've got a Mexican restaurant in a coffee shop. (laughs) (laughs) And then we've got, uh, in the skate shop, we've got a taco truck, but get the burger on the taco truck. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you clued me onto that. I thought you were joking. I tried it. It's messy. You need need a lot of napkins. Yeah, it is absolutely messy. Uh, You sit outside there, uh, and it's not far from your shop. So people can It's dangerously close, as people would say. Uh, What about the date night spot? You're, You're going out for a special place. Uh, the kids are watching themselves. I know. I know you don't know what that is because you work so much. I was about to say. <laughs> describe how this. Your works wife again. is like, "Hunt, we're yeah. going out," and you're like, "Yeah, we are." Yeah. And she's like, "Not to El Coyote Taco Truck." Yeah. Like, oh shoot. Damn it! I'm out of ideas. Oh wow. So, uh, big, huge fan of Cafe La Hay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cafe La Hay is is one of our top favorites. Uh, we love Saul. I think. Um, uh, uh, Valley is another good okay, one. Okay. Colorado Kitchen, they're gr- they have great bartenders. Yeah, these are all around the plaza and, these these are all, are, and the different spots. Mm-hmm. You kind of named the three corners there. That's it. We were just, in fact, just uh, just uh, two nights ago, we went out to the Fig Cafe in Glen Allen. Oh, you did? Okay, yeah, yeah. they reopened. They were reopened, it was yeah. nice. Yeah, good. That's so, a good spot. Uh, and then... And then uh, had a little nightcap at my fav- one of my favorite bars in town, which is um, Jack London Lodge. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I love the Jack London Lodge for a handful of reasons. But one, it's just kind of off the beaten path and f- local friendly. It's it's like um, a classic old style Western saloon. Yeah. Uh, a lot of wood, huge wood bar, beautiful on the inside. But they serve food. Yeah. So it's all ages. So while the oh. kitchen's open, it's all ages. Okay. It's the only pool table in town. And feel free and correct me if I'm wrong, but right. it's the only pool table in town my kids can go play pool at. Is that why the, the Bailey kids are out there hustling pool? Yeah, absolutely. They're out there like... <laughs> Your son's out there like, oh, I don't know how to shoot this pool. I'm like, oh, I'll put 20 bucks down, kid. Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. thing you know, I'm down $300. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that, yeah. really. Yeah, so we bring them there every once in a while to, to, to slap a ball around. <laughs> shoot pool. Uh, I've been there and uh, ran into the entire Benziger family just hanging out. Oh, uh, yeah, me and, too. And having a good time. Yeah, there you and, go. And, that's, and, that's and their right down the hill from there. So, And they do live music, I think, on Thursday nights at the Jack London Lodge uh, outside in the I summer. I think it was summer time yeah, yeah i think it's over now but yes it's a beautiful patio that patio out there so the, what turned me on to that place is you know three or three or so years ago actually during covid um we were eating outside took my kid out there after right. online school and we were gonna have a burger and a beer and just kind of enjoy right. the sun and uh the fish were for oh. running so oh really salmon were coming up the yeah. stillhead or whatever so coming here, up the creek here we are sitting there really in the in sonoma valley eating a burger drinking a beer watching the fish run i thought this is the cool that's insane and the creek uh we had laura Schermeister on here last week and she oh, yeah. Schermeister winery which is down love Jack that Lunch. um that creek is not a big creek no you could jump across it like 90 percent of the time well i don't know and, i didn't know you could jump that far but, but uh <laughs> theoretically someone could jump across uh, yeah. it <laughs> I guess, yeah. <laughs> but it's not it's not deep. 
It's not. No. It's a small creek, but then yeah, these big fish come up there to spawn. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's cool. And that deck at Jack London is beautiful. It is. It it's is, gorgeous. And that's from where we were talking about last the Jack to Jack yacht race. Oh yeah. So the deck that you're talking about <laughs> uh, at the Jack London Lodge, then they then put in these boats, these huge, glorious thirty inch yachts. Yeah, I was about to say. <laughs> well, what, what boat are you so, watching? So they have these 30-inch yachts that they put in the creek, and then they go, it's a regatta, they go all the way down to the other Jack London village yeah. uh, where Shermeister Winery is. And you can, you can bet on them, and it's a regatta. Well, you you buy them as a fundraiser. It's all yeah, part yeah. Of, yeah, it's a cool, cool concept. And uh, that's kind of funny. All right, good. So these are these are like the spots that Hunt likes to go to yeah. and, and check it out and things my, like that. That's my thing. That's your, that's your deal. Um, we get questions. This is where I ask you questions from that we get from the Visitors Bureau. So you ready? Oh, born ready. Here we go. Yeah. You have these memorized? I, yeah. Oh, I, I just listened to this morning. I come over here. <laughs> I, there was a busload of Slovenians. Literally. I'm sitting here uh, at the Casa Grande lot. I'm walking back <laughs> from the farmer's market. And uh, these people are speaking a language. I'm like, I don't. I'm, if it's Spanish, I'll go up and say something and embarrass myself. Sure. If it's French, I'll say something possibly offensive and embarrass myself. Oh, yeah. I heard it earlier. Yeah, yeah. If it's, okay. if it's Italian, I'll do something that, that, like, that, Tim, that you just can't do that. I'm like, I don't know. I'm just With like, a lot yeah, of I throw my hands and, like, yeah. I'm like, and, I, and I fake my Spanish. Perfect. But <laughs> this one, I'm like, I don't recognize this language, but it had a lot of similar sounds. It turns out there are a bunch of Slovenians. Okay. Um, and so they were, you know, they were going to ask questions. And I said, the visitor yep. centers are so the first question. They got one hour on the plaza where to get affordable lunch. Go. Uh, affordable lunch on the plaza. <laughs> <coughs> Have you walked half a mile down for a burger? Okay. So, yeah. so you can so, walk six miles, six blocks. Yeah. Go get a burger. A burger. Okay. Okay. No, uh, yeah. Affordable lunch on the plaza. So I, I mean, w- within, within like three block radius. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to have to uh, promote Murphy's a little bit because I think that's a great little place. Murphy's, yeah. It's funny because Murphy's is currently owned by an Irishman. Yeah, uh, Dermot. Dermot. And, it, and it's like Murphy's pub and restaurant. He always wants to remind me. And restaurant. Too. And restaurant, yeah. And they actually have great burger and it is affordable. Yeah. No, it's a good one. That's yeah. a great spot. Okay. And it's kind of it's kind of uh, off the beaten path. It's yep. kind of fun and funky down there. And across the alley, a Himalayan restaurant. Hey, what do you know? <laughs> Taste of the Himalayas. Also, also affordable. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's good. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'd, okay. I'd, I'd go. You know, there's another one that places that people always forget about, but mm-hmm. I, I think is wonderful, mm-hmm. is the uh, the um, uh, homegrown bagels. Homegrown bagels? I know. You know, it's down. Is it's by the old subway? No, where is that? No, it's so it's in the corner. It's in the shopping center, um, the Whole Foods shopping center, in the corner down back <gasps> near McCullough. Oh, it is McCullough. Okay, so McCullough's, by the way, it's like, hi, the 1970s are calling. It's yep. a department store. It's a small town department store. Yep. Hiding in the Whole Foods shopping Yeah, place. and it's not a small department. I mean, you walk no. in, there's like a, a, everything there. It's got multiple storefronts. It's like the old, yeah. like when I was growing up, when I was a kid, uh, in the 80s, that was an old department store. Yeah. And, and I'm like, this is like a flash in the past. Okay, so the bagel place, you're right, it is in the corner yep. by the Chinese place over there, I think, yep. in the back one. And they've yeah. got some great food. They're, their Reuben is killer. For real. Their Reuben is killer. I, that's a, you know, that's a great tip. And they, I like and they that. now take credit cards. Long time, it was just cash only. <laughs> and it was always like, I'd be, I go, I need a, I want a good breakfast bagel. And then I get there and be like, uh, like, uh, I got like 48 cents in my That's car. like back uh, at Raldi's, the menswear store, yeah. finally got a credit card machine. Uh-huh. Like about a year ago. For the longest <laughs> time, it was one of those like, ch- ch- you know, those yeah. little like carbon copy doohickey things. Um, okay, I love that. That's a good bagel one. Uh, here's another question. Uh, we're coming here with a group and we want to go on a hike. It's oh. not too hard. 
where do you go? It's like like a like a moderate easy hike, but with like you know a mixed age group. These aren't like REI models. Where are you taking them? Like me. Like you. No, I'm looking at you. I'm like, you look like Mr. Pacific Northwest. And I love that you have your kayak in the corner and your bike <laughs> over there <laughs> and your birding book That's it. that you're sitting on. So awkward. That's it. I got to. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, well, there's a, there's a handful of them. Um, my wife and I went up and did the Jack London hike recently. At Jack London State Park? Actually, we parked down near Shrewmeister. Okay. Right? Oh, wow. And right across the street, I'm, I think this is a legal entrance. I'm going to first assume it is. Um, right across the street, literally, you park in their little parking lot, and then uh, you you jump across the road, and there's an entrance to the park. And to, Jack, to Jack London Park? So Not to Sonoma Valley Regional Park. It's the Sonoma Valley Regional Park, and then it connects into Jack London. So you go past oh, Fern Lake, yeah, yeah. and then you go up to the old redwood tree in Jack London, and you get you, you, you at a certain point in time, it just says, welcome, you're entering Jack London State Park. Okay. And then you get up in there, and and it all looks the same. One path looks like another, but it's uh, it's gorgeous. It's a cool little hike. So we did probably five point five miles. Okay, so it's not super rugged. It's not super rugged. It certainly had its. It was a climb to begin okay, with, okay. right? Um, and, but but um, beautiful once you're up there, and okay. if you're willing to hike in uh, some food, right? There were one or two picnic tables along the way. Okay. Um, and there's uh, uh, the Glen Ellen Village Market. You can pick up picnic right stuff there. there. Right so, there. And, okay. Yeah. You know, in fact, we did this little exploratory hike, um, enjoyed it so much that I was like, I could probably take small groups up here and then mm-hmm. end at Shrewmeister. Because right next to Shrewmeister is another winery called Passaggio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? They just they just spent the last right. few months putting it in. Right. They used to be downtown in the, in the Vine Alley. Right, right. And so uh, Cindy... Um, uh, and Carol have been putting that that whole thing together. It's wonderful down okay. there. So you, there's okay. like a few options if you wanted to hit a little winery afterwards. Um, there's another one. It's and it, you have to like you have to drive essentially into Kenwood mm-hmm. and over as if you're heading towards um, over the hill as if you're heading towards Rona Park. Okay. Yeah, and I'd have to look it Is up. Is it the backside of Sonoma Mountain or something? Yeah, like that? and okay. it's, it actually connects in with Jack London too. But it has. Uh, hold on, we should call this like five ways to sneak into Jack London State Park. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> I'm not paying the ten dollars <laughs> to park in their parking lot. Right. No, um, it's an awesome hike. Okay. And I'll tell you right now, probably one of the best views in all of Sonoma Valley. Really? Yeah, we got up there. There's a thing called the Umbrella Tree. Okay. Which is a massive old bay laurel. Okay. Okay. Uh, and ma- I mean massive, like, like massive, way bigger than your 30 inch boat. Really? Like, huge. <laughs> But it's got, uh, from up there, you overlook uh, essentially Bennett Valley and, and the northern Oh, so looking back that way. I was just wondering what side you're looking at. Okay, interesting. Gorgeous. Oh, great. I, okay. We got up there and I was like, I'm I, I'm amazed I've never been here. It's yeah. so beautiful. So the umbrella tree. The umbrella tree, yeah. Have to look that one up. But it's a drive. So okay. it's f- from, let's say, from Glen Ellen, mm-hmm. right? It's probably a 20-minute drive to get to the parking lot. Okay. Okay, so it's up back someplace else around there. I'll have to figure that one out. It's awesome. And that's part of Jack London State Park. No, no, it's part of the regional park system, but it it just connects into the back end of Jack London. So it's funny, if you look at a map, you could almost hike contiguous property. Oh, yeah. Um, You know, like there's enough parks to either connect from Napa over to Santa Rosa. There's a couple of spots you have to cross the valley floor and stuff, but these are all connected. These are all connected, yeah. One one butts up against another. You could do a whole trail there. That could be your next super adventure. But that's a little bit, you know, if you're talking about a super simple hike, that's not your hike. You know, that's that's a little bit more uh, adventurous. Whereas, what if somebody's like mobility impaired? Like they have a wheelchair or like a scooter, Mm -hmm. but they want to do a nice walk anywhere in Sonoma. 
are there are there good paths for that or something like that? Well, there's certainly the bike path behind uh, on the north end of of the valley. Okay, right? um, where does that go? Well, it just goes east west from okay. yeah from Highway I mean, 12 to. I know, I know, but I'm like some of the podcast. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I got you. I got looking you. at me like Tim, you park right by it all the time. You big dummy. <laughs> so it goes from like roughly Sebastiani Winery of, of interest, mm-hmm. uh, connects to the Springs, mm-hmm. uh, and from there, if you want to continue, there is a sidewalk you can go up to Sonoma Eats. It'd be pretty far, yeah. but because uh, that's about a mile past that. But the Sonoma Valley bike path or Sonoma bike path. Well, and it also connects into uh, and there's a lot of work being done right there. But Maxwell Park is at the tail. Yeah, thing. what's that big trail that goes around uh, Maxwell yeah, Park? And yeah, then, I don't know if it has a name, but it, there's yeah. a handful of paths, and it's gorgeous back there. Right. Well, there's also a path that goes behind Flowery. I think it's the same. I don't know if it's the same path, but it kind of goes up the springs a bit somehow. I don't know how it gets around. You know what I'm talking about? Where Flowery is and where where, um, is, where, um, where the Churro place is. Uh-huh. There's, there is a path that goes from the Fetters Apartments. Uh-huh. I, there must be a trail up there. I don't think it's that long, though. No, I, I wonder if they all connect or not. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. This we, could be adventure. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, have take, we'll have to take this podcast well, on the road. On the road. Which, that's the video I always wanted to do, but I couldn't figure out how to get the cameras. Now I got the GoPros. Yeah. So we could do that on the next time. We'll do this we'll on the bikes. We'll do it on e-bikes. Yeah, we'll do it. On e-bikes? Yeah, that way you're like, it's just a little bit further. Yeah. We're almost there. There's no more hills. <laughs> Don't worry, there's no more hills. I love that, by the way, how you, you describe the hike with your wife. You're like, we did the first you know, hill first. Yeah. So, so you, you also tell us your wife, Oh, there's no hill. Yeah. Then you go straight up. I, I, I am unable to not be a tour guide when I'm out. Don't Does she care. get mad at you? No, no, she's pretty good. You know, and hiking, it's not that big of a deal, but when it comes to riding a bike, if I'm mm. with my family, I have got to be the most annoying They're person like, on the Shut planet. up, Dad. We're just going to Sonoma Market. Yeah. We know how to get there. We know how to ride. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Hey, boy, get in the line. Yeah. Stay on the right-hand side. I'm like... Don't make me tase we got, you. We got two cars back, guys. Two cars. <laughs> two cars behind us. One's passing. Actually, like, you know, that's actually a good talk is that we, uh, you know, I'm a very pro bike lane person yeah. and we finally got bike lanes on Broadway. Yep. Wasn't exactly protected bike lanes, which I, I thought would have been a great idea. But um, do you foresee that more people are riding their bikes in Sonoma or is there like, is that on uptick with e-bikes and, and people being out more or is that like on decline? What's what's your thought on that? I think e-bikes are bringing more people onto the road mm-hmm. in, in a good way. Mm-hmm. I think more people are interested. Um it still is biking in general is less comfortable than riding a car. It's not mm. as easy, right? Right. You're, you know, there's wind, there's rain, there's everything right. else that comes along with biking. Right. And I think I really hope that that those that are getting e-bikes and those that are kind of investing in this stuff are are in it to win it, right? Mm. Are, are in it for the long haul. I, mm. I do. Um, I, I think that there will be kind of a fad aspect mm. of this, where mm. you know, a small percentage of those that do get e-bikes. We'll ride them ten times and then park them in their garage. So then I can go pick them up, and you'll get a you'll get a great Craigslist deal. <laughs> right, good, on it. good, good. Uh, but who knows? I mean, uh, maybe I right. could be wrong. I could be right. wrong. No, I think it's. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of people, especially older people who didn't think they could ride bikes anymore, yep. now can. Yeah, and that's a great thing. Well, it's also and, and so yes, certainly people that haven't ridden in a long time are jumping back on e bikes, mm-hmm. but also folks that were riding but were choosing. Um, very simple routes because mm-hmm. of distance or hills. Right. No longer have to make those decisions. Right. right. There's you can go anywhere you want, right. uh, assuming you're within battery life. Right. And you're going to do it. And you're going to do it. I had people from uh, they rode their bikes from Runner Park here. They they took yeah. the smart train up from Marin. Okay. And they came around. They went down actually from Petaluma. Yeah. And they came down through uh, uh you know by the dump over there. I'm like oh my god why don't you wait for a bike path? I'm like well we're going to try it and we went on Google Maps. I'm like well that was 
brave. Yeah. yeah Pretty yeah. busy road. But, Very busy road. But hopefully we have enough paths that people can, can actually do it. Um, Hunt, I know you have people out on tours right now that have to come back. So I'm just going to ask you one final question. Are okay. You, are you ready? Uh, born ready. If people want more information about your business. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> What's your sales pitch? <laughs> what, how, do, how do we book a tour on Sonoma Adventures and how do we find a vacation rental with your business? Yeah, so you can go to SonomaAdventures.com um, okay. and or SonomaValleyEscapes.com and they okay. all connect. There's a handful of other websites too. And they all go right to your phone. They all <laughs> like, ha, ha. Um, Yeah, so there you go and give us a call. We'd be happy to help in any way possible. Are there, so. if people are price sensitive, are there times when it's better to come visit um, and do tours, for example? Is it like... Uh, Oh, yeah, if you want a guided tour, certainly Sunday through uh, through Thursday are going to be a okay. little bit less expensive. Okay, okay. Always book direct. Uh, from you. So to yeah, go don't straight. do the old Viator Expedia yeah. because they're taking a big commission. And they are also a little bit more expensive because of that commission. Right, so, so you got to build that into your cost. So it's better just to go right to Sonoma Adventures. It is better to go. And then um, you can even call us and it's oftentimes less expensive because there's no booking fee. And like you talk to an actual human being? Yeah, it's a human. It's usually you. It's No, no it's actually either my wife or Emily. <laughs> um, sometimes I pick up the phone. But got it. There got you go. It. Um, and then is it also certain times a year that are better to come visit? Well, that's up to you. I mean, I, honestly, I think harvest is the best time, but I think mm-hmm. that uh, little secret is out and everyone and their mother comes at harvest time. <laughs> so I think, uh, you know, if you're here in April, it's mm-hmm. gorgeous. The, right. You know, if we have, if we knock on, I'm knocking on wood right, right now. Right, right. Uh, if we have rain, then the then the hills are green. Mm, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. If and the mustard mustard comes out, yeah. it's all yellow. Yeah, March, March and April here are kind of a big secret because a lot of the country is yeah. just miserable. I don't know if you've been to places like the upper Midwest in March or April. It's not fun. No. It's, it's terrible. No. It's like a gray, wet, sad blanket is squishing down on you from the sky. And out here, it's like blue and you yeah. know, it's beautiful. So, and it's, yeah. and the, you know, again, every day is different, but you get, you get in the mid to high 70s. Right? Life stuff. I know. Ah, shucks. <laughs> Life stuff. All right, so cinemadventures.com, and then you said cinemavalleyescapes.com. Mm-hmm. What are the things there? Perfect. So if people want to come book, want more information, or want to take a tour with, sometimes you're the tour guide, sometimes there's other tour guides. That's it. They can they can come check it out. Yeah. So We rock and roll. We have a good time. Fantastic. And the final thing, if anyone wants to get more information about Cinema Valley, go to cinemavalley.com, deals, special events, and coming up, we have a lot of off-season uh uh, festivities, so come check it out. What kind of festivities do you have off season? Well, thank there, you Tim? for asking, Hunt. We've got <laughs> we've got lighting of the plaza coming up. Yeah, and the plaza is going to be lit up actually from mid November through mid January. I think I saw them thousands. setting up some lights. Yeah, already. the lights are up there. Oh yeah, yeah. they're up there. We're going to plug them in. We got the timers going. One yeah. of the one of the timers is uh, underneath my desk. Oh, it's very high tech. It's like literally crawled underneath my desk and it's plugging in right there. Yeah, so this is this is high tech. Wait, stuff. literally, you have to. Uh, you, the power is being run from your desk to the lights outside. Yeah, the same power strip. So if they if they flip, my so computer shut off too. If you <laughs> if you trip on the cord, yeah, the lights are done. So I'm no, it's like literally underneath. Hunt, <laughs> this is very high tech. This is very high tech. Hey, look, like look, it. this is like a 200 year old plaza. This is it's not like like Vallejo like plumbed the thing or, or electrified. Thing. It's no, we we make it work. Okay. Yeah. So there's lights in the plaza. Chewing gum and duct tape. <laughs> there's, um, there's gonna be a Las Posadas event uh, around the plaza. There's gonna be carolers. There's gonna be music. Uh, there's gonna be a Santa thing. Uh, are you that? Are you are you, who are you doing? I don't, the I don't even know who you're talking about. Who's uh, Santa? I'm not telling you. Okay. You know what? But if the Christmas or holiday unicorn showed up, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. 
Yeah. Would it be the grumpy Christmas or holiday? Oh, yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Always. Is this an inflatable costume? Nope. I'll show it to you. It was, uh, I was at Target and I saw it in the corner. Is it a leotard? Uh, no, it's, it's like a fuzzy. <laughs> My wife found it in the car. I didn't, hadn't told her about it. And she texted me a photo. She goes, do we need to have a conversation? <laughs> uh, she goes, I support you no matter what. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, no, I'm, I'm into unicorns. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. No. So it's a full body unicorn outfit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was, I was very popular. I, I gave I out bet. candy at the end of my street. Kids loved it. A lot of other kids were unicorns. I didn't know it was that popular. I just saw it in the corner of Target. Maybe it wasn't until you did it. You, you dressed up. I've always been a trendsetter. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> always been a trendsetter. I think that was you. Uh, yeah, what else is going on? And then, and then January, February, you know, it's kind of quieter out here, but people want to come up and see like the waterfalls are running at Sugarloaf. Yeah. And those absolutely. are the things we have going on. There's some great waterfalls. So, uh, yeah, there, there's always something to do here in Sonoma Valley. And we have our, our free visitor guide and our email and stuff like that. So, after after they go to cinemaadventures.com yeah and cinemavalleyescapes.com yeah cinemavalley.com hey for all the other information like a, they like need. a theme running through there <laughs> they get it all there all right hunt thank you so much for stopping by i appreciate you being yeah, on the absolutely. podcast you're the best and remember everybody if you're listening comment subscribe tell all your friends about it and we'll see you in cinema valley next thank you bye bye